Welcome to episode 13 of Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie, thanks for checking us out. Coming up, we've got Matt from August Burns Red on for a co-host to talk about his band's brand new album, Phantom Anthem. We're also going to go behind the scenes of the Grammys and find out what it's like for a heavy metal band to get nominated and then to go on the night, because August Burns Red actually got nominated for a song off their last album. And if you think heavy bands get discriminated, that's just the start. We'll go into detail about that. Plus, got new music on the way for Melbourne's very own Earthcaller, and news for every Every Time I Die fans, a member has sadly left. But we'll kick it off with this brand new Marilyn Manson. And uh, he had a bit of a run-in with a prop on stage earlier on this week. This is We Know Where You Fucking Live on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Stained glass. Don't need a new 
now people like us. Hey, what's up? It's Josh from Earthcaller, and this is Wall of Sound up against the wall. Earthcaller there, it's called Fall, featuring Sophie Jest and Wall of Sound up against the wall. The band have a brand new album on the way soon called Crystal Death. You can expect that to be released this November. 
But one of the big news stories of the week this week was Every Time I Die drummer Daniel Davison announcing his departure from the band. He took over the drums in 2015 after former drummer Ryan Legslegger departed to become more of a family man. Daniel was a part of the recording process of the band's latest album, Low Teens, a fantastic release they put out last year. You can read Daniel's full statement online right now at wallofsoundau.com. But in honour of the man leaving and the legacy he's left behind, this is Map Change from Every Time I Die's latest album, Low Teens, on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
Wall of Sound up against the wall with Brownie.
at the drive-in on Wall of Sound up against the wall. They just wrapped up their Australian East Coast tour, including a performance at the Yours and Ours Festival in Wollongong. You can check out our full coverage of the show in Brisbane and the festival itself online right now at wallofsoundau.com. Hey, this is Matt from August Burns Red, and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. They got a brand new album coming out this Friday, October 6th, called Phantom Anthem. Uh, very stoked to have Matt from August Burns Red on the line. Mate, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Uh, absolute pleasure to have a Grammy-nominated artist on the show. Mate, how has your life changed since uh, receiving such a prestigious nomination? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, my life doesn't see all that much different. Um, it was an incredible, incredible experience. I remember when we found out that we were nominated for the Grammy. We were all just waking up on the bus on tour in Kansas. And um, I checked my phone. You know, I had like 16 text messages first thing, which is totally abnormal. And the first one I read says, is it true? Is it true? Were you really nominated for a Grammy? And it was from a cousin of mine who I haven't talked to in two or three years. And so I thought, well, that must have just been a fluke. And I thought, okay, if I go to the next text message and it says anything about a Grammy, it must be true. Next one was for my mom, you know, big congratulations. And so it was a really incredible experience. Uh, But I would say my mom and my dad appreciated it more than anyone because um, when you get nominated for a Grammy, it's an award that, you know, that transcends our little world of metal. I mean, this is a show you watch on TV um, you know, millions and millions of people watch it and, and even more people know about it. And so to have our name associated with that was really special for people that don't closely follow us. Um, and I would say that is where most of the impact was when we got nominated for it. Absolutely. And with your parents, you know, finally giving you that congratulations, was that the indication that you needed to go, right, I've made the right decision with my life. I'm on the right career and, and doing something that is actually worth it. Yeah, it was definitely good reinforcement. I think I think we were all just so surprised that we were on their radar. Um, we have a loyal following with our fans. We've been touring for 12 years now, and we are very confident in, in, in our touring every year. But to be nominated for something like that, it was, it was definitely a good boost. And our next tour, I remember when we were playing the song Identity, which was nominated, just felt good every night. I remember looking over at our techs, you know, side stage, they'd be smiling just knowing that this song was nominated for something like that. That's beautiful. I mean, you get stuck with something that like that for the rest of your life too. And uh, what what's it like? Because obviously, you know, as punters and, you know, fans of the heavy music industry, you don't really see much of the televisation of the, the heavy bands. Like, do they stick you in the nosebleeds away from everyone else? Or are you up close that you can almost, you know, smack Justin Bieber over the back of the head? <laughs> That's very intuitive of you to think uh, that through. But you are right 50% of the way. So the award ceremony for the metal bands and for all the, you know, the smaller acts, I would say smaller is relative, obviously. Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, those are the big guys in the um, Staples Center. But our ceremonial hall was still really big. I bet it was 5,000 people. Um, So sitting in there still felt big. But that's where our award ceremony was. Um, And then after we found out that we didn't win, we we got ushered over into the Staples Center, which is where we walked 
the red carpet, and uh, and you walk that with all the celebrities, you know. So you're walking down the same red carpet as Russell Wilson and and Sierra and you know Taylor Swift and everybody else. Um, but then for the big ceremony, which is just the fun part for us because we're just you know in attendance, we had to pay a ticket price. Oh what no! But you have to pay. If you don't pay, you're not going. Now it is free for the person nominated, but if you want to bring a guest, it is very very expensive. And if you want to bring additional guests to sit in the nosebleeds, it's another couple hundred dollars. So um, you do pay for it, but it's an experience that you know who cares about the money when you're talking about the Grammys. So I did see Russell Wilson from about 50 feet away, and my wife will tell you <laughs> that I made an idiot out of myself, but I still don't regret it. I I stood up. I, I saw him, and I stood up, and I yelled, Russell! And he turned towards me, and he pointed, and he smiled. And that was all I needed. <laughs> um, that just made me the happiest person in the world, because I, I don't love the Seahawks, but I like him as a person and as a role model. And it was it was just um, just wild to be, you know, to be that close to someone who, who you only ever see on TV. Look, that's a pretty fucking good story. And what I want to do now is I want to play Identity because we need to wrap up that whole experience there. And then when we get back, we're going to talk about the new album. Is that cool, Matt? Yeah, sounds great. All right, here is Identity, the Grammy-nominated song from August Burns Red on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
August Burns Red on Wall of Sound up against the wall. That's the song that got them a Grammy nomination. That's the song that got them to the Grammys even though they had to buy their tickets. Matt, you're back with a vengeance. A new album coming out this Friday, Phantom Anthem. Um, We had no idea this was coming. Like, literally, there were a couple of teasers on the way, then all of a sudden, bang, you drop the song and a fucking hilarious video clip to come with it. Was that the full intention to just come back and go gun-ho into it? That's exactly right, yeah. There's such a thing as... um as a balanced release date and so you don't want to put up too much hype too much before the record and we knew that going into this at least i hope we did yeah we've been doing this a long time and so when we were ready to go with the entire record and everything was done and we had a release date then we said okay let's start rolling out the weeks leading up to phantom anthem release which is october 6th so we put out invisible enemy uh, along with the funny performance video by the puppets um, and we're all just really excited to put this thing out. Well, we as fans are fucking counting down the days until we can finally hear it. But I wanted to talk about the, the marionette video clip. Years ago, obviously, you know, Team America, was it, first of all, inspired by that? That would be probably an accurate statement. I can't, I can't confirm that, though, because our label was the one who generated the creative input for the video and they worked with a group who actually created the marionettes and then another group who directed and shot the video and so I'm sure that was one of their their inspirations um, but I also know that our label Fearless is, is very very creative and they're always looking for new ideas because this is their job they they put out a lot of records and they try to make each and every one very special and memorable and we all know music videos can get pretty stale and it's hard to have different looks and different you know treatments for a video and um i think they knocked this one out of the park guaranteed yeah yeah without a doubt um do you hear from the guys who 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 made it because my question on the back of that was you know matt stone and trey parker at the end of making team america they said they'll never fucking do that again it was the longest and tiresome idea they've ever done do you feel that way with the guys who did it or would you be keen to bring the back the puppets again well, I know that they're willing to part with the puppets. So I, I, it could be the case that they're just so sick and tired of looking at them after all the time <laughs> they spent with them. But if I were to guess, I would say it was exhausting. I cannot imagine it was an easy task. It's amazing. I think Jake and Dustin are portrayed so well by those marionettes, it's, especially Dustin. It's almost scary how much it looks like him, uh, his eyes and his beard and everything. So they really, really did a nice job. Now, with the album coming out, obviously there's a lot of pressure to back up what you did with the last album. Like, going into the recording process, are, are you freaking out in the back of your mind going, right, last one was Grammy-nominated. If this one isn't of the equivalent, we're screwed? Yeah. <laughs> yes. The short answer is yes. That is in the back of your, your mind on every record. Um, in, in fact, it's, it's, funny you, it's funny you ask that question because I remember talking, I don't know if you've ever heard of the band Between the Buried and Me, they're a really big influence on me and and most of the other guys in the band. But I remember talking to their drummer Blake before we recorded Messengers, which was kind of our breakout record in 2007. Thrill Seeker had been out, and we felt like you know like there was a lot of hype, and we were scared that we wouldn't live up to it. And so I talked to Blake and I said, you know, what if people don't like this? Like they like Thrill Seeker, and it doesn't meet expectations. And he said. Hey, you just have to do your best, and if you're happy with it, then it's a win. And I think since then, that has been our perspective as a band. We are very critical of our music, and and we know the standard keeps getting higher, 
but we're setting that standard for ourselves. And if we're happy with that, you know, with the 10 or 11 songs, then at the end of the day, no one responds well to it and, and it all falls apart. We are still content knowing we did exactly what, you know, we felt was best. And uh, I, I hope we get back to the Grammys. That was incredible. Um, you know, do I think we have the songs to do it? Oh my gosh, yes. I think the songs on this record are, are so much better than Found in Faraway Places. And, and here's why. They're more serious. There's less wonky parts. It's a more serious and straight-ahead record. It's more progressive, which I tend to like a lot more. Um, there's more linear parts and odd time signatures. So I hope so. I hope we get back there. And I hope people really like the record as much as we do. Well, you've just pretty much answered uh, some of the last remaining questions I had there. So what I want to do now is get a song on as picked by you. Which of the two singles should we chuck on? Um, you know what? Let's do Invisible Enemy. I'd like to hear Invisible Enemy again. All right, we're getting it on right now. Wall of Sound up against the wall.
first single from August Burns Red's brand new album, Phantom Anthem. The song's called Invisible Enemy. Go check out the video. You will laugh yourself to sleep. Uh, we've got Matt from the band right now. Matt, we've got a couple of fan questions to get through before we go. Do you mind if we get through these? Let's do it. All right, Jack wants to know, when's your next Australian tour? <laughs> hey, Jack. Uh, I'm hoping that we get back to Australia in the later part of 2018. And if not, then in 2019. But uh, we will be there to play new songs from Phantom Anthem. Excellent. All right, counting down to that. And uh, Michelle wants to know, if you could steal someone's Grammy, whose would you steal and why? <laughs> I would steal... I would steal the band's Grammy that won our category. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that they wouldn't be happy to hear that, but I doubt they'll ever hear this because I, I don't think they're interested in, in too much outside of you know Europe and Scandinavia. But um, it would be really neat to have that Grammy. I'm sure they deserve it, but um, <laughs> yeah, that would be the first name I would think of. All right, well, if someone can get their hands on it, get it to Matt from August Burns Red. And while you're at it, get a copy of their brand new album. It's out this Friday, Phantom Anthem. Matty, thank you so much for the chat, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
music for the Acacia Strain. It's called Bitter Pill on Wall of Sound up against the wall. They're going to be touring the country this December, kicking things off on December 4 in Brisbane, before wrapping it up in Perth on December 12. A few more tours got announced this week. We're going to see Bare Bones and Introvert heading up the East Coast in October and November. Evanescence finally making their return to Australia in 2018, but only playing East Coast shows, two of which are going to be in Sydney. Also, remember when Danny Filth of Cradle of Filth said this to us? 
I can't tell you what the dates are, um, but I can tell you it will definitely be in May. Well, the dates have finally been revealed. They kick things off on May 9 in Canberra before playing each capital city besides Adelaide. You can check out all the details and all the tours announced this week online right now at wallofsoundau.com. But Napalm Death are officially touring the country right now. This is Collision Course and Wall of Sound up against the wall.
New music for We Came As Romans on Wall of Sound up against the wall. It's called Lost In The Moment from the band's upcoming album Cold Like War, which is out October 20. My name's Brownie. Thanks for checking us out. Don't forget to download, subscribe, share it around. On the next episode, Brisbane band Sensei have a brand new album out called Dig Deep. They're an independent band and I really want to put them out there for you to see. Featuring former Amity Affliction guitarist Chris Burt and he's going to join me for a chat about that and also might find out some information about if he's involved with the Amity Affliction's 15th and anniversary performance at Unify next year. Until then, this is the title track of the new album, A Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name's Brownie, I'll catch you next week. We live, we